Hey! I'm sorry, I just had released my inner goofball. This is Eileen Grimes. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. It was funny. <laughs> Thank you very much. Must be a Jupiter kind of day. Anyway, so uh, this is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer, and with me is my co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston. And it's a great day to be here today. Yes, it is. Yeah. It was no, raining, but it looks clear right now. Didn't rain at all when I came up. Not oh, at all. Well, you, you came up late. I came up on the early That's right. the you, early run. <laughs> you got here at 8.30 this morning. It, well, 8.30, 8.40, somewhere in there. Crazy man. Anyway, so I got up here usually at my usual time. It's 10 o'clock, and we have came up, and my our guest who's going to be on the show today is Matt Shea, and right now he's out in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Well, so, someone's got to hold that thing down. That's right. So every now and then we're going to yell out the window. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Just to make sure he's to policing make sure it he's right. There. That's yeah. right. So anyway, he's going to be on today. We're going to be talking a little bit about his new projects and which Doug and I are involved. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about other stuff that's going on in his life and the type of trips he's, he's, been, he's been fishing with our friend Ella. He got her into fishing. Which is the best thing to do in the world anyway. So that's well, relaxing. It is relaxing, that's for sure. So Unless gonna, they're jumping like crazy. Unless they jump in the boat. But I've that's had that happen too. Really? Nippon Lake up wow. in Canada. Just right in the right boat. Right in the boat. Wow. Couldn't be any better than that. Don't even have to work it was for easy. it. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to work for it. So anyway, so we're gonna be doing that and also our features today. Since it is the beginning of the month, we're going to be doing the Astro News of the Month. We have three major events to talk about. And then afterwards, we're going to be talking about two people during our Astro Celebrity of the Week, and that is Mario Lanza, who is a tenor. And we'll also see who his inspiration was through the chart of Enrico Caruso, who was his, you know, we could say his his, um, inspiration to go. Yep. So we're going to be talking about him, too, and... And then we're going to be talking to Matt a while, so it's going to be a fun day. So anyway, we're going to take a break right now, and when we get back, we're going to be doing the Astral News of the Week. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp? That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. That's so I can't even talk. It's so Neptunian. (laughs) So Neptunian. I love that music. I'd like to put that in every week somewhere, but I think it's good for this. Anyway, that's the theme for the Astro News of the Week, and we've got three events to talk about. And so first of all, we got the three events are three planets going stationary, retrograde, or direct. 
So the first one is Mercury going to retrograde on June 18th. Oh, joy. So and that's Paul McCartney's birthday, by right the way. Right at 14 degrees. At 14 degrees, right. Cancer. Cancer, okay. Well, Where it doesn't really like to be. No, not really. <laughs> no, I wouldn't want to be in that sign that much. Mm-mm. No. So, I mean, it's going to be about emotional thoughts anyway, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to back up. So we'll have that through the next three weeks after this that. This has to be hitting the U.S. chart pretty good, Yeah, too. I was going to say it's going to be... Because it stays retrograde until 7-11. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, and right during the, the right July 4th. Right through the 4th, yeah. So yeah. you got retrograde. So everyone's got to be careful. Yeah, it, it's going to be, you know, it's, it's going to tie in with the Saturn-Pluto thing, too, and Jupiter. That's right. Yeah, so it's, uh, well, I can't wait to watch. It's all, you know, there's so much stuff to watch this year. I've lost track of it all. So anyway, we're going to have that. Best soap opera you ever want to see. Oh, pretty much, yes. And so... The Mercury retrograde is basically about your communication function when it is retrograde. Or travel or lack of. <laughs> or delays on the freeway. I love it. Or your... car accidents. <laughs> <laughs> More car accidents happen during your retrograde that, than any other time. You think we'd be choreographing this, don't you think, people? <laughs> I Pause and in comes Doug. Anyway, it's great. So um, Mercury retrograde is, is a phenomenon that uh, basically if you're born with it, you have a, a very mature mind and it does it thinks before it acts. It thinks before it speaks. You know, it's a little bit more intuitive. It's a little bit more introspective. And I, I find people with Mercury retrograde are actually great people. Yeah. What I call fixums. Oh, yeah. They can go into just about any situation and they can see what has to be changed right. to make it work right. Yeah, that seems like a, a mature Mercury to me. Well, you know, I, you know. I take it you must have Mercury retrograde. I don't. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm surprised. No, you're not. <laughs> I, thought, I thought maybe you were uh-uh. building yourself up here. <laughs> uh-uh. No, I don't have Mercury retrograde. Okay. I noticed that with Mercury retrograde, people who have it, you ask them a question and there's a beat. There's, yeah, there's always a pause. And then they answer the question because they're taking it through all their systems to figure out an answer. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it goes in before it comes out, basically, because Mercury is usually from the brain out to the world. I, I, when you say that, I know I've got several of them, and they go, well... <laughs> yeah, And right. then they go into what they're <laughs> going to okay, say. Okay, and pause, beat... You know, mm-hmm. exactly. So it's kind of interesting. And for, uh, we just advise you not to do things like sign contracts and, and buy a new car. You know, I probably won't be buying a car then. So And pay attention where you're driving. Drive yeah. defensively. Yeah, because it, it could be interesting if you don't. The most critical time is right at the time when it goes stationary. Right. And uh, either end. Where yeah, either end. It's gonna going be in or coming out. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, that's that's just a real short synopsis of Mercury retrograde. And it's really played up a lot in the media and everything else. But it's really a fairly simple process. I know a good time, a good thing for me doing doing to do be doing at that time is to research stuff because it's all the rewords, research, yep. review, redo, you know. And, and with all these planets retrograde, it'd be a marvelous time. Yep, exactly. So I'm going to do some more research on my book like it doesn't have enough already. So anyway, okay, so the next is Neptune going retrograde. Oh, great, June 23rd. Now, it's in theory because it's so slow. It's probably starting to slow down already. 
and that would make seven planets retrograde at the same time. Yes, it will when we get to the last one. Well, that one's going to go out of... Or six planets at yeah, the time. Yeah, six I'm planets sorry. at the time. Yeah, and so Neptune retrograde means that, you know, we basically all fall asleep and we wake up when it's, you know... Great dreams, though, folks. Really great, great dreams. dreams. <laughs> <laughs> really nice dreams. You're going to have so many dreams, you're going to think, oh, my gosh, another one? <laughs> I know, and I'll be sitting here... You know, you'll be, I'll be talking and you won't even see it coming out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that happens on a regular basis here. <laughs> we are nice always guy. kind of in awe. Oh, yes. We're, <laughs> we're, okay. Anyway, and she said that. Yeah, you did. You did and I did. We did. We both did. So anyway, um, it, it's... The Neptune in Pisces is the interesting part. Yeah, of it. that's in its own sign, so it's going to be even more interesting. But mm-hmm. it's the retrograde period will last longer because the planet's so slow and moving. So, you know, just be aware of that. Just the time, maybe the week or two before and after, will be interesting. Okay, so finally, we're going to have Venus going stationary direct on June 25th, and I think a lot of people will be relieved for that. But actually, I've noticed. Um, just some amazing transformations already with Venus retrograde because Venus is about your partnerships and how you look physically and all that stuff. And when retrograde, instead of projecting it outwards onto somebody else, you're tending to inwardly take a journey to really look at what you believe about yourself. Neptune, I think, comes out in November is where it comes out. Oh, yeah. Everything starts popping out at the same time. I That's think. interesting. November 28th is when no- okay. Neptune will come out. Yeah, it stays retrograde quite a long time. So yeah. anyway, so, you know, the Venus sta- Venus stationary and direct, um, it's been in Gemini. And as somebody mentioned the other day on on uh, Facebook, says, you know, this Venus retrograde feels a lot like Mercury retrograde. Well, duh, it's in Mercury's sign. You know, so yep. you have Venus and you have and and Gemini. It doesn't like being in Gemini. Folks. No, not really, because it gets more not cerebral. Its favorite place. So I mean, people are going to probably notice an extra amount of issues around Mercury retrograde because it's in you know because it's in Gemini sign, Mercury sign. Mm-hmm. So you're combining both uh, Gemini and then you're also combining Venus and Mercury together in one retrograde. And this one, those odd years where Mars will go retrograde later on as well. I'm not. And looking you don't forward. get a Mars Venus in the same year very often. Oh, are they? In no, normally oh, you oh, don't. Oh no, I guess not. Because their cycles are just that much different. Okay. A year and a half and two years, so. Okay. They don't always fall into the same year. That makes sense. Okay, I, I'm not looking forward to Mars retrograde. Well, it is in its own sign. Oh, Mars and Aries. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That'll make it extra punchy, won't it? It doesn't happen until September, but it, it oh. is in its own sign. At 20, Just before the election. 28 degrees. Oh, that's a biggie. Mm. Big time, yeah. Right before the election. Okay, so just note that down we'll all duck at that and, time. And Yeah, it's still there. Yeah. But we also have uh, Mercury going stationary the day before the that's election. That's right, yeah. It's stationary. With oh, the square to Mars. So what, what do you think the chances are that there's going to be a lot of weird things happen with the ballot boxes? I think it's going to be stranger than strange. <laughs> I do, too. Yep, I do, too. I think it's going to be very strange. Yep. So, anyway. Okay. So, that's it on them this week and, or for the month. And, you know, any if you notice anything happening, you know, just jot it down and, and, and 
you know, if you want to send it to us so we can look at it and say, hey, that's cool, you could do that. We'll give out sometime, our addresses. Sometime we should have an open, when we do this, we should have an open line for people. Yeah, we should. Yeah. This would be a good discussion for Yeah, them. it would be a good idea. Maybe expand it to a little bit more time. It engages in. them a little bit more. Yeah, we can answer questions about these things. So there's a lot of people who have questions about the retrograde cycles on, on the planets especially the ones that we know the most about Venus and Mercury and then Mars. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones that are closer to us. Those are the personal planets. So we feel them more intimately. The outer planets, they'll go retrograde and direct. We don't even notice it. So anyway, so, okay. Now we're going to have the astral celebrity of the week. Ah, Beautiful voice. Oh, I'm telling you. That's one of his best arias, too. Mm-hmm. Really is Nissen Dorma. Yeah. Okay, that was Mario Lanza. We're starting to give you give you little musical snippets to people that are musicians, just so you know who the heck we're talking about, you know. So this was Mario Lanza, his birthday. He was an Aquarius. He was born on February no, nope, January thirty first, nineteen twenty one. It was a couple of couple of, about three months before my mother's birth. So interesting so um he was born on uh, at about 9 45 a.m eastern standard time in philadelphia pennsylvania now a lot of people thought he was italian and he he actually sort of you know he uh, looks italian well he is he comes from an italian family but you know he lived in little italy i believe in in philadelphia he is italian yeah for (laughs) sure (laughs) his Kokatsa was his real name. You know, the last name was the la- was his name, but he changed oh, to Mario right. Lanza. He, I do remember reading that. Yeah. So um, Mario was a very interesting man, and he was very caring for people, and he loved to help other people too, which is very much the Aquarius side. So um, let's take a look at his chart a little bit here. So we have a son in the 11th house in... Aquarius at 11 degrees, and he had Aries rising, which is, you know, he was pretty headstrong, mm-hmm. you know, and when he went for stuff, he went for it, you know, and he was very, very, very assertive. Well, I think they said that at nine, he decided he was going to be an opera singer. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and his, his parents, his, his father, I think, was uh, um, an opera singer of some kind, and then, yeah. and the mother, and they both joined up and sort of supported him in doing what he wanted to do. His but mother actually even took on a second job to see that's to it right. that he got the, got the lessons he needed. he needed. Right. But they didn't, he didn't, their parents never heard him sing until he was in high school. He just kind of kept the voice close to himself, you know. And so, well, you want to sing for us one of these days? And so he did, and the parents just fell apart. They had no idea the type of talent he had. And it was a natural talent, mm-hmm. you know. So where was this natural talent hiding in this birth chart? Well, it sort of is hiding. A lot of 12th house stuff That's there. the 12th house there. The 12th house in astrology is what is known as the karmic house. Whatever happens to you, you deserve type of thing. But it is also from a previous lifetime, the issues you've brought in to finish up or to work on you know, that largely remain in the unconscious mind until they're activated and they come out. Okay, I'm going to start taking lessons to do opera. 
<laughs> You've convinced me. <laughs> That's right. You have Venus in the 12th house. <laughs> and Uranus. And Uranus. Just like he has oh, Okay, it. good. Oh, yeah, he does have that. About wow. The, almost the same split. You're the one that's reincarnated from Mario Alonso. <laughs> You're going to say Korea's Oh, Stosel. my gosh. God, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's funnier <laughs> than funny. That's funny. Anyway, um, but he has a Mars and Venus together in Pisces, which is literally the stamp of a musician, you know, because Venus and Pisces for sure, because Venus is a Neptune sign. You get Neptune and Venus together. That pretty much spells out musicianship. Well, so that people know his big break in the world actually was making the movie, yeah. playing the part of Caruso. That's like the, the great Caruso. And that's, that's right. what really made him big. Yep, that's right. Now, the thing of it is, is that the man was very impatient. Obviously, with an Aries rising, would be very impatient. He didn't want to go the traditional route. He didn't want to learn music. He didn't want to study. So he never really learned how to read music. So the, the thing that he, he kind of had battle against, and this is stuff that I'm reading about in a book that I have of his right now, is that he had to battle against the typical... Uh, type of training mechanism that takes place for somebody who's training to be in opera. You know, it takes years and years of practice and studying music and all that other stuff and doing recital work. Can a Gemini do it in a year? <laughs> as long as a you, double Gemini, that is. <laughs> as long as you do it on four different streets. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. See so, me down at the market, folks. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, you know, and I used to be an opera singer, too. I think Doug knows that. And um, I love listening to some of the, the best opera singers in the world. I used to go to the opera a lot. And I used to be in the opera chorus. So, I love opera. Oh, it's, it's really marvelous. But, you know, the thing about Mario is that he didn't learn an entire opera. He just learned his part. You know, and he kind of learned it, and pe people would teach it to him, little bits by little bit by little bit. So what's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem was he never really got any traction as far as being a really serious opera singer because he was looked at as being kind of two-bit. Also, going into the movies before he ever sung in an opera house, yeah. which he did do, but he sung just a portion of an opera, just a small portion. So, um, you know, opera singers, and, and like many other groups of people, once you're in there and you're indoctrinated and you know what you're doing, anybody who comes in behind a little upstart, basically, yep. and gets runs to the front of the line, gets a movie and 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 gets known, well known out there, which is something they all want. But you know, taking a shortcut, which is essentially what Mario did, it means that um, he was not looked on well by by other opera singers. You know the the character that did the. Britain's Got Talent, Jonathan, the young yeah, guy. right. When he traveled Europe and to meet all these famous opera singers. Right. That was an interesting outtake on his life. I don't I know believe if you've it. seen it, but it was very interesting. Yeah. As far as what they had to say to him. Yes, I bet. I would have liked so to have heard that. It, well, I, yeah. I'm going to let you go to YouTube and look it up. Well, <laughs> I, I can kind of imagine, you know, like they probably say, this is a wonderful voice, but you really need to do this, this, and this, and this to yep. be taken seriously. That's right. Yeah. So. And go go to this guy because your voice with his, yeah. his perfect voice for you to learn from. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is just great when they do that kind of thing. Yeah, right. 
So, I mean, it, it's a funny thing because um, since I was training to be an opera singer, although I never did, and there was, a, there was an experience behind that that was very painful. But she does painful. have a great voice when she sings. Oh, I, oh, I've heard her. Oh. I've heard her do karaoke. She's got a good voice. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. But in order to really do it, you have to pay, you have to pay the dues. You know, and it's like anything else that... How much? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I never thought oh. about it money-wise. <laughs> oh, okay. But, you know, it, it's, um, it's kind of interesting to, to do that. Okay, so it's already 24 after. We've been talking and talking, and I've well, got to take a break. This chart. Huh? He's got a great chart. Yeah, he does. You know, we didn't talk about Enrico Caruso. There are some connections. I'll just say that, okay? But um, we may leave him for another week. So I was supposed to take a break at 18 after. Oops, sorry. Sorry, Nathan. Okay, I'm taking a break. And when we get back, we're going to bring on Mr. Nat Shea. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to MattSheaBooks.com, we cover the world of animals. This week, June 7th, it's Shelter Rescue Sanctuary and anything that helps our Animal Friends Sunday. We'll check in with Laura at Seattle Dogs Homeless Program, Meow Cat Rescue, and Help Animals India. Plus, we'll chat with the Ananda Institute of Living Yoga. Hope you can join us for Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. We're a little late today, but, you know, what the heck. We were having fun talking. We got into this whole thing. Yeah, we did. You know, it shows me we really need to do a little bit more on this stuff, you know, especially Mm -hmm. on a on a talent like either one of those gentlemen are. Or the one coming on. Oh, the one coming on. And yes. It is time to bring on Mr. Matt Shea, who is an author of wonderful books, and he's back with us again on the phone. Hello, Matt. Hi, Lean. Hi, Doug. And again, Doug, a happy birthday to you. Well, thank you. Yes, it was birthday on the 4th. So. Yeah, I celebrate the month, just so you yeah, know. Okay, I yeah, don't makes, stop on the 4th. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes good sense. So Anyway, that's good. So anyway, Matt, we, we've got a whole lot of new stuff happening with you. So let's talk about some of it. Um, so are there any, I think you've got a new book in process right now, don't you? I do, but I want to backtrack a little bit. Okay. I like what Doug said about a birthday lasting a few days. To me, oh the holidays, Christmas, a birthday, it's like Steve here. I get at least two weeks out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Last week, my Facebook has been loaded with fantastic Doug Johnson stuff. Yeah. My gosh, the beautiful artwork you put there and how it penetrates, how it touches a picture worth a thousand words. And I brag about who I have, Renee Klaus, these artistic expressions with an X on Facebook. She's doing the same thing. Magnificent stuff. And when I see your stuff, Doug, some of it does remind me of Renee's and vice versa, even though to generalize you come from different quarters. But I love this artwork you're putting out. It's like your radio show. For free, a person should have as much as they want of it. I love it, but I say thank you. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Oh, well, thank you. We appreciate that very much. So, okay, so 
you have a book right now that you have started. It's a different track for you, right? Well, it is because I am going for the novel again, and it has to do with the Wally Cox clean-cut Mr. Rogers. And the reason I'm mentioning Fred Rogers is he was actually a Navy SEAL in a former life. Oh. He wore sweaters because he had that many tattoos. He's as patriotic as a guy could get, but mm-hmm. he lived a good example for humanity. And my character does the same thing. He's a former marksman who will only come out of retirement to shoot the warning shot. Mm-hmm. Not to get the victim, to get the victim's attention and bring him to the bargaining table. Oh. And so out of humanity, it's that method. And his magic is because he's genius. He knows how to break security and get dangerously close. And then he gives that language. I could have got you, but talk about this. Okay. It's great diplomacy. Right. Yeah, that is a different track for you, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's much more serious. Much more serious. Yeah, but it is. I'm listening to you tell this, and it's almost like I'm hearing you write it, because when Matt writes books, he uses adjectives that just describe things in detail. You feel like you can see the picture with no problem. Wow. That's a gift. That's a gift to, to be able to do gifted. that. It's very gifted. He's a very good writer. There's no question about it. If you haven't read his stuff, I encourage you to read it. Yeah. I appreciate too. that so much. On this story, there is an underlying theme of animal shelters and pets needed to be adopted, and that is the Martha Norwalk in me. Because oh. this uh-huh. man who is retired loves to get involved with the animal shelters, and this specific syndicate figure also has a passion for animals. And so he dupes the guy into going to an animal shelter, figuring out exactly what stray up old needy cat that he's going to fall in love with and adopt. And the universal love that animals give, that takes him down the right path and he becomes quite a person. He sees the light in life and he makes a change. And so the animal kingdom is the connection here. I would be at those animal shelters a lot more if they had cows. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a matter of space. I uh, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's such a great thing, you know, because I have noticed over the past several years that they're bringing more and more into the public eye the idea of having a pet, you know, and finding somebody that you love that, you know, a, a, a it's creature. It's a great companion. Great companion and keeps you company. And when you're alone, you're not alone, you know. And so we've been... We've been improving, I think, our view of pets and probably even the, uh, the mistreatment of pets has also gotten quite a little coverage, too. Well, that's why I go clean the cow barn. <laughs> <laughs> Did that yesterday. That's very, very commendable, Doug. Uh, yeah. Okay, so. Eileen? Yes. Off, off again and on again, I'll work at a hotel. I love working at hotels because people are happy to be on vacation. Right. And I just enjoy it. It's more the merrier. Well, I enjoy seeing those doggy biscuits on the counters. Oh. I know of restaurants that have that outside seating where they have the little bowls of water because you could bring your dog. Oh, yeah. Now, that is good stuff. I love it.
It's mm-hmm. great. And you know, and some some, you know, drive in restaurants will give you a, a special doggy cone. I bet doing what you've done, Matt, you have picked up a lot of different characters for your own books just from these characters that you've met. Because you yeah. have such a collection of different characters in your books. None of them are the same. No. No. They're well, very... I'll equate it. You made a comment about Ellis fishing. And by the way, the score is two to zero. She's got two fish. Don't That's talk great. about my average. She's been yielding very good. But it's not the fish. It's sitting at the bank, and the most wonderful people come up to you, and it all starts when their dog comes down the trail and rubs against you. This is friendly fire. That's what they do. I've known of people who would take dogs to parks because that dog is going to find wonderful people, and now you're having wonderful people enter your life because of that beautiful animal. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of work for us that they don't get credit for. Oh, I know. I, I remember when I moved into my the house with the two people, and <clears throat> I was introduced to my two extra roommates that I was going to have. I said, well, we have two dogs. I said, well, okay, I can do dogs. And when I was sitting there meeting and talking to the new landlord, um, their, her boyfriend walked in the door with these two. I probably told this story a hundred times, but it's the thing that made the most impression on me. These two wild and crazy Boston Terriers came flying in the door and they jumped right on my chest. You know, and I said, well, hello. Thing one and thing two. <laughs> yeah, right. It was It was crazy. I just looked at them and I said, can I help you? You know, and they were so excited, you know. And the moment I went upstairs, I took my bed up there and laid it on the floor. Boom, they were on the bed instantly. And they never left it for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it was so obvious that, um, and it was one of the reasons I stayed there as long as I did. It was because of the dogs. The two people, well, you know, I hope they're not listening to this. They were good people, but they were going through some problems at the time. And, and the dogs helped a lot. They help comfort. So, I mean, they, they just do that. So that's their natural way to do things. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So anyway, so oh, we got to take another break. Oh, we're taking another break late. Okay. Anyway, so uh, we're going to take a break right now. And we'll be right back here with the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW, an alternative talk radio. And this is a live read for Matt Shea and Matt Shea Books. Matt writes books that centers around the common person in everyday life, people like you and me. His writings emphasize that each and every one of us was blessed with a unique, one-of-a-kind hand and that will eventually be called upon to serve the world we live in. Matt will write stories and conduct radio interviews for the rest of his life as a way to encourage and inspire others. One of Matt's great books is the trilogy The Groundskeeper and Other Short Stories, which has been receiving a lot of attention lately and can be found on Amazon and his website. So feel free to go to his website where all of his books are available. Matt would love to hear from you as well and promises to answer any or all who contact him. You can also write to him at his personal email address at workinmatt7, W-O-R-K-N-M-A-T-T, seven at aol.com you can also call him at 206-915-1881 as well as going to his website which is mattsheabooks.com or his brand new website 
which is mattshaybooks.net. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed Leslie Rule, who has written a true crime book in the footsteps of her famous mother. On Saturday, Reverend Michael Bogar returns with a fascinating conversation about mysticism. What's a mystic like you doing in a place like this? Bringing you mastery and mystery since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative <coughs> Talk Radio. I am with my co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston. I'm here. Yep. And also with our guest, Mr. Matt Shea, who is on the phone today because we can't have him in studio because of the restrictions, you know, the COVID-19 restrictions. But I think it's going to ease up pretty quickly here. So next time you're on, you'll probably be in studio with us, Matt. So. I get these timeouts from you and Doug. Ever since I've known you two, every so often I'm in the car, but I can see you in the restaurant and you'll wave to make sure I'm okay. So I'm, I'm quite used to this. Oh, good. <laughs> I, You're I quite used to being in the parking lot. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. But it's daylight hours, so this is all different to me. Yeah. Now, I appreciate you mentioning the new website, which you and Doug are definitely going to be a part of, but my tail's between my legs. I'm a kid has a lemonade stand, but there's no lemonade in the picture. What I'm getting at is that we were going to announce today a free audiobook. Yes. And this is done by Christopher Lane, who is renowned. He's a Mel, was Mel Blanc, is that the right name, who did Bugs Bunny and stuff? Yeah. Christopher is a riot, and he could just do from one end of the spectrum to the other, and I get the Western theme out of it, the type that sells those good, solid American pickup trucks that type of voice. Nice. We're getting the tail end of it packaged, and then maybe even today, but definitely soon this week, on my website, we have a family-friendly free audiobook, and it's going to last a couple hours, I believe, but it's fun. And all I ask is that people get a bowl of popcorn, sit back with their family, enjoy, and then feel free to give me any constructive criticism. Okay. I can't do anything unless I get feedback, ideas. Your fan base, Eileen, that's yeah. what keeps me going. Okay. Well, that's good to know. And so, gang, I will call you all gang collectively. You're out there. You should go listen to his stuff because, it. you know, when when you're, a lot of my friends are metaphysicians too. What, did you want to say something, Doug? No, I was, well, uh, the thing just came at me, but I... As soon as everyone gets to get up and go traveling again, yeah. to me, listening to books as you're driving across country is the best thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Because right. you may not have the, your favorite radio station right. uh, out in the middle of Montana. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not there, no. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good point, you know, to have a book where you actually, number one, you're listening to a plot, but you're also listening to somebody talk that, can, that probably has a soothing voice and have you fall asleep at the wheel. No problem. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, but more than that, it's to relax and to feel good. So, yeah, it works. Best so, way to go through books. Yep. Yeah, that's coming from a Gemini, kids. you got to realize, you know. And I go through a lot of books. Yes, he does. He's, he's Mr. Book so. Guy. So, anyway, um, yeah, and what we're going to be... 
Somebody's phone is ringing. Is that Doug's phone? Doug, turn your phone off. <laughs> I thought it was. <laughs> That's kind of interesting. Okay, so we were just talking about that and the phone rings. All right, so let's talk to Doug some more about the couple of books that Doug and I are involved with. Let's talk about that. Well, oh, sure. Oh. Um, I'm excited about this because you talk about the cavalry coming in. You, Doug, and then our friend Kevin McDonald, having the three of you working on these projects, but the idea is to group them together, a three-for-one thing, and it's going to go for something like a dollar, something easy. It's not a money-maker thing. It's just a inexpensive way to reach out shake someone's hand, and right. get the feedback. Matt, Matt I think it's worth it being five or ten, <laughs> um, realistically. Five or ten what? Well, Dollars. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. worth it for the people. Yeah. I mean, to have a slight charge on there? Yeah. There's Doug, nothing wrong with that. The reason why I'm having success with audiobooks is because you sat me down and explained life to me. Yeah. And so I'll always be under the your wing. I'll keep shoving the coal and you steer the ship. But anyway, we're going to have it on the inexpensive side because it's like this show. We really want to reach out and we want to meet people when we do readings after dark. Mm-hmm. Right. Good. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. You know, I think it seems like we're coming down to much more alternative ways of communicating during the COVID virus. So, I mean, that's another way to do it for sure. And I never would have thought of ever doing it myself. But Doug, or Doug, yeah, him too. But Matt seems to think I can do it, and he seems to think you can do it too. And I think I think we can, can do it. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, I do too. I'm looking forward to it. So I plan on getting in the act. I wrote a childhood story where I pulled a real dirty trick of my brother Paul and lived to tell about it. <laughs> when he's not around, we'll then play it, but I gotta hide. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see. So That's funny. What kind of dirty trick was it? My brother Paul has a high IQ. When Y two K came, he by himself went to the Panama Canal and made sure that the electronics were working close coast to coast. He did professional cartooning on the side. Okay. He taught classes in it. He has won awards, I think, in Canada, New York. He's an amazing, <laughs> interesting person. Married a beautiful woman from Kenya, just gorgeous for Robin. He has an amazing life. And here's the thing about Paul. Growing up, we had a few years sharing the same bedroom. To this day, he holds my interest. I'm always amused, interested, and in awe because he keeps having this new, fresh, interesting stuff going on. If Paul had the right connections, I believe he would have had a talk show. Oh, that's nice. Okay, so um, you're not going to tell us what the dirty trick was? Well, what it was is this was in our era of early childhood where prank phone calls were okay because the oh. technology wasn't there to get you. Uh-huh. And so we are cursed with distinct voices. I really don't have to introduce myself. Oh, it's Matt, you know, the way I attempt to talk and so forth. Right. Paul has his distinction. We were playing with the phone, and I tricked him 
into allowing me to dial the next victim, who was the sweet old lady next door whose phone was adjacent to her kitchen window, as our was. And it's like in prison where people are talking to each other on the phone and they see each other through the glass. She immediately looked up and caught him. How stupid, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> and because we were young, this warranted getting in trouble, but we really didn't because it was a petty thing. But I guess you had to be, when you're young, it's larger than life. Yeah. That's well, very funny. That is funny. Well, it doesn't Yeah, there's like some that. tidbits thrown in with it. Caught but, red-handed. Uh, caught red-handed. Well, well, the thing is, he has such an high IQ that my idiot self can fly under the radar and do the unexpected because he's at a normal high level, but that's not where I function. Mm-hmm. Well, you you got the you got the roots for it. Now, are you are your voices very similar? Not at all. He talks very normal, oh. and again, he's done many many things. He's a great guy. He's fun. Because I, I can, but I can be a little more diabolical than him. Yeah. His stuff applies to that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. my mm-hmm. brother sounds like me, and he loves to. If my phone rings, he loves to pick it up and just talk. <laughs> and let people tell him stuff, and he doesn't have a clue what the heck they're talking about. <laughs> but he plays along with them. Oh, wow. Now, now, off on a tangent, I was raised Catholic school, the type of student who repeated first grade. I got in trouble a lot because if I got bored with the teacher, I would try to get a conversation going. And this was the day of those wooden rulers with the metal edges. Well, my brother Frank's penmanship was identical to my dad's. And so, Frank, if I was in hot water, he might let me slide and do some forgery. And <laughs> it made it through the security there. But the iron thought I had to be good for a long time because I didn't want the parent-teacher conference thing. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. Okay. Yes. Fascinating. Okay, we've got to take another very quick break. And when we get back, we're going to finish up with Mr. Matt Shea. We have a lot. He's so much fun to talk to. So, anyway... We'll be All take- that Leo comes out there. Oh, yeah, so much Leo. It's unbelievable. Anyway, six planets, kids. Anyway, so uh, we're taking a break right now, and we'll be right back here with the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Susan Bergstrom from the Medicare Exchange. Medicare coverage is a very important and confusing issue as we near retirement, largely because Medicare does not cover 100% of your medical costs, only about 80%. That means we will need affordable supplemental coverage to take care of that 20%. Susan Bergstrom can help get the best coverage for you. And with her, you can do it because the process is really easy, and in the end, she'll save you some money. So, Susan has some new developments right now. First are classes that are available through the program she represents. The classes are suited for your kids and your other kids, too. And you'll earn credit points if you sign up for additional types of services. So, and also she has a legacy safeguard, which is a brand new document that can be done to itemize and organize for your final wishes. And it's free. So, if you need more information, call Susan at 253 253- Three one eight nine three seven nine, or email her at sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com. 
Find out the latest about your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Check out 1150kknw.com. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is our last segment with Mr. Matt Shea this morning. We've had fun talking about good stuff. So, Matt, what, now let's talk about you and Ella. <laughs> you know, because I think this is such a sweet story. Now, this is a lady who's, who's uh, in her 80s, and she's a good friend of Matt's. Very wonderful. Hi, Ella, in case you're, answer, you're listening to the show. And so um, they, you took her fishing. What was it, a couple of weeks ago? Yes, and a while back she had commented that she never in her life had a fishing license or mm. caught a fish. Well, we did something about that. And so I took her to a nearby lake and after we got her license, of course, and she started getting hit. Well, the following time, she did more than that. She brought a very nice trout in, pan size, you nice. can call it. But very few were getting them, but not her. And then I took her to another place. She got a perch. But it's fun because while you have that going on, you have these wonderful neighborly people that will sit next to you with a cup of coffee, and you're meeting friends for life. It's, it's right. a different kind of cool bar scene. Keep in mind, we're teetotalers. <laughs> And so, oh, she caught on. And it reminds me of the game of chess, because when I first met her, she let me know she wanted to learn how to play chess. So I bought a chess board and taught her the move. In two weeks, she was giving me quite a beating. It crossed that line where I couldn't get her anymore. And I'm not a great (laughs) chess player, but two weeks, I'm either that bad or, hey, she's really something. Well, be careful, you know, being the teacher, you have to be careful that you don't give them so much that they beat you at whatever you're doing, but that's okay. That's but that means, you're, that means you're a good teacher, that's all. Yeah, really good teacher. But it's a lot of fun, and she loves your show. She will call me and ask me if I just listen to it, and she will throw in tidbits of what she got out of it. Oh, we good. loved last week's show. We were talking all week. Because you and Doug said in so many words, when somebody is somewhat of a misfit, there are good odds that they're going to find fame, that there's got to be something out there. Mm -hmm. And so many people who got fame, that wasn't their goal. It came with the territory. I guess what else is there for them? Oh, okay. A lot of them did get there just purely by accident. Yeah, right. You know, Um, so, you know, when we talk about stuff on the show... I don't generally plan stuff out, do you? No, you no. don't either. No, so it's just whatever pops out of our mouths, you know, and I find that's the only way I could do things, the only way. I couldn't you know, write a big script down, although I know people that do that, but that's the way they have to do it. Yeah, know? I was you reading that script. It. You wing it. Uh-uh, I wing it most of the time. Yeah, that's the fun part. I love doing that. Sometimes a little scary, but yeah, it's fun. Take you on an interesting <laughs> ride down the hill. We never know what she's going to say. <laughs> I never know what you're going to say either, so well, it's equal. We know mine's just going to be for the giggle. <laughs> yeah, that's right, and that's what we love, you know. And um, I think that's one of the reasons this I do this show is because it's so darn much fun, and we just as soon as it goes goes off the rails, it's fun to see how far it goes off. That's right. Yeah. It does. Now, Eileen, in regards to this new website, mattsaybooks.net, yeah. which you and Doug will definitely be flying your logos on, 
I have two more free stories thrown in, one of which is the story that you're going to be reading. Okay. Uh, yes. And so I have fun doing this. There's always a lot of free stuff because the other one had a total of nine. And then any day now, we're going to have that free audio book, which I'm proud yep. of. That's this great. is fun. People could write back and forth and how's Eileen, how's Doug, that type of thing. Oh, yes. That would be Interesting. nice. That would be nice to get fan mail or fan something. Yeah, every now and then we'd get those, but it's pretty cool. Well, so. as we speak, I have friends from the Emerald Queen. Some of them are not quite back to their post yet, but the Emerald Queen is picking up a lot of steam. My buddy Dave Smith, always got to say hi to him. Hi, uh, Dave Smith. <laughs> yes, well... <laughs> He listens, too. Oh, that's great. I'm glad to hear. You know, it's interesting. With the station, we really don't know how many people actually listen to it. You know, I think we have a fair amount of people that watch it or listen to it, not watch it. Oh, God, if it was watching, it would be. We have to come dressed to the darn radio station. We don't want to talk about that. No, we don't want to do that. But, although we, who knows, we might do that at some point. Because you know I do have my pajamas on right now. (laughs) I don't have any underwear on. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Why did you say such Uh, things? No, because I did. Anyway, so, oh, that's I mean, Yes. How many times were we at one of your places where you do a readings after dark? And here comes somebody, oh, you sound just the way you do on the radio. They talk about your show for quite a while. That's how they know you. Yeah. They knew to come, and it was a fun evening with them. Yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah, I um, yeah, uh, that happens at the, the psychic fair things, too. Well, hopefully this will get started in the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. But the one in Bell, or, uh, Boeing Parapsychology Club will not be doing it until next year. So anyway, we miss those. So, um, anyway, so, um, okay, so we're going to, you know, kind of wind this up here. So what would you like to leave as a message for people, you know, because I kind of tell them in your ad, like what the broad base of it is, but, you know, what is it you want to leave people when they read your book? What I want is to have that two-way street, come on in, the water's fine, and free this, free that, we're up to 11 free stories now on it their entirety. And, and again, pretty soon it's going to be an audio book that'll last between here to Portland or whatever, that type of thing. Okay. And so just that there's a lot of free samples here, but above all, the feedback. I don't cover any ground unless I get that feedback. Right. It is the people that write me, the people I meet through you and everything they shows. That's what gets me going. Okay. That's great. And by the way, I'm going to let everybody know where they can get a hold of you. That's at mattsheabooks.com or mattsheabooks.net. So it's yes. either, either or. Now, mm-hmm. Well, there has been a friendly takeover where when you hit the .com, it immediately kicks to the .net now. So we're oh. doing that. Oh, that's but interesting. We'll do .com to get there. Okay. And it's just updating everything because my website is about 10 years old. And the Internet has developed away from me where I had to upgrade everything so that everybody could get it. There were those out there where their computer setup couldn't get everything because of my vintage setup. That's been taken care of. Right. Okay. That's good information to know. I kind of did the same thing to my website. Unfortunately, I was cleaning off my hard drive and I dumped out the files from my my website off of the, the hard drive. They're gone. And it was all over the floor. 
<laughs> I wish it had been that scattered easy. mess on the floor. No, they're just gone into thin but air. But because of coronavirus, you could clean it up. Oh, I know. <laughs> but I can't do anything to my website now. I have an old website up. I mean, you can still go and use it and, and, and look at stuff and, and order readings and that kind of thing. But I can't do any changes to it. So I've had to develop a brand new website. And now I have to do a whole new web thing. Uh, and only does the my software only does one website at a time, so I have to you know get a new server and all that other other stuff. I can't use the word. So it's one moment in time. Yeah, I know. So I'm just taking great a, song. Yeah. <laughs> well, the guys who are doing my new website, one of them is out of Oklahoma, the other is out of Illinois. The nicest guys in the world. In fact, one of them's a pastor. But it's like when you and Doug start talking about retrograde and this and that. I'm at the introduction level, so real quick, I get lost a little bit, but I can give a general idea. Mm-hmm. They're the same thing. They're going back and forth explaining things in lay terms, layman's terms. They get out there a little further, now it's a foreign language. Right. They know what they're doing at work. Yeah. Essentially what you do is you take the all the broad information and distill it down to a nice one sentence. <laughs> Makes sense if you can do that. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to do, but it can be done. So anyway, we've got to say goodbye to you, sir. And um, we're going to, I'll be seeing you right after the show, but I'll be downstairs in a second. Anyway, so it's been great having you on as usual. As I said, the website is mattshaybooks.net if you want to get a hold of him. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. This is my 30th radio interview, and you and Doug have treated me great. You have no idea what you and Doug have done for my life. Well, thanks for having me. Thank you. You bet. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Okay, so... Bye, Matt. Bye, Matt. Okay, so we've got some readings to talk about. Now, I'm not sure since the the, uh, restaurants in Tacoma are now open because we're at stage B, of the thing. Um, so all the restaurants are open. So it's very likely that I will be back at my places of the after dark readings at uh, Pizza Casa on Mondays and after dark readings at Burr's on Wednesday. Not sure, but I need to check in, in with them first. But anyway, so I'm really happy to say that because I've been really missing these restaurants. So anyway, that'll be very cool. So, and if you also want to look at the Astro horoscope on KKNW's website, 1150kknw.com. You can do that right on the front page on the left-hand side, going partially down on the page. You can go look up your horoscope, and it'll be right there. And I write those every week. They have to be in every Monday, and it'll be up by noon on Monday. So, okay, and how do we get a hold of you? Uh, The best way is to text or call 206 Seven six nine four nine two four. Okay, and you can get a hold of me at EileenGrimes.com, JupiterRisingShow at AOL.com. And next week, we have on a man named Mark Verostick. He is going to be kind of a psychologist. He's going to talk to us about a whole bunch of stuff. And also Manson Mitchell the following week. That's it for us. we got to go. So we'll see you all next week right here on the Jupiter Rising Show, right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.